Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of This Week in Wrestling. Uh, this Week in History, actually, I should say. It is Thursday, it is noontime, and we hope we're filling your uh, week with uh, wrestling knowledge and history. And we want to remind everybody that we are available uh, right now on YouTube and Facebook. And, of course, we'll be available later on on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else you get your podcasts from. We are part of the Ontario Independent uh, Podcasting Network here in Ontario, Canada, and the Johnners Podcasting Network over in the UK. We are proud members of the 30-plus uh, uh, shows that you can get each and every day uh, over at Johnners. Uh, there's a lot of variety and something for everybody there. We are also brought to you by our friends over at CoolBet. CoolBet, stay cool, bet responsibly. And they are the sponsors of all our shows and also this championship belt that you can win by being a part of the Scumbags Prediction League. Uh, we have done a few events already from WWE being WrestleMania and a, no, sorry, Impact Wrestling with Rebellion. And of course, coming up is going to be uh, WWE Backlash and of course, uh, Double or Nothing. So we got uh, more things coming up in the month of May. And as I said, this is episode number 20, and we are looking at the week of April 30th to May 6th. But we can't do that until we bring in the guy who brings us all on one uh, massive uh, file for me. Jonesy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I think of myself as a narrator. Yes, you uh, help us uh, go through this uh, history and know, uh, remember the good and the bad, and sometimes the cringeworthy. And uh, yeah, of course, along the way, we stop and uh, add in some extra uh, tidbits and memories of our own uh, with uh, the things that do come up. But uh, definitely would not happen happen without you uh, spending time to compile it all. Well, this week uh, actually would be twice as long if we didn't take out about half of the things that happened within the week. So uh, I kept in more of the important stuff. Some, uh, even some more depressing stuff has been taken out. Um, I'm trying to think of nothing huge, but, uh, and then a lot of the matchups I also took out as well to fit this all in in and in another couple of weeks, got another one that's a little longer than what this one originally was. So that's all good. Uh, like I said, there's it's a rich history of uh, professional wrestling, and uh, it'd be nice if people remembered a lot of uh, the history and maybe even reinvented it or brought it back in a way uh, into a modern day instead of you know some of the stuff that we're seeing right now. Uh, there's always a way of freshening up history and making it new uh, with mm -hmm. characters there. So, in some of these events that uh, I go through, they make me go back and watch these some of these matches, like uh, WCW's Wrestle War from '91. I was watching today because of the matches that were listed in it, and it was like, holy crap, that's a big stacked card. So, um, yeah, it's, it's worthwhile it's going back and watching uh, some of this. Yeah, and to see some of the people who were where they were beforehand, I think um, I'm not sure who I had a conversation with 
uh, Steve Austin as one person who people know as the uh, beer swinging, middle finger waving uh, redneck in WWE that uh, kicked ass all over the place and even his boss, but to go even to just back a couple of years before that to WCW where he was having tremendous matches with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and teaming with Brian Pillman and to see he was a technician and not a brawler. And a pretty boy. True, with the long hair at the time and the uh, rhinestones and everything. Uh, so totally different uh, things. And going, being able to go back and uh, check this stuff out is really uh, an asset that thankfully uh, has not gone by the wayside. Yes. All right. Here we go. Let's Starting dive in. With... Yes, let's dive in. Uh, April 30th. 44 years ago in Baltimore, Bruno San Martino ends his second run as WWF champion, losing to superstar Billy Graham. Even though Graham had his feet on the rope, the ref would count the one, two, three. Graham, however, would lose his title the next February in a similar way when Backlund's feet were on the ropes when he wins the title. Karma. 34. Sorry? Karma. Yeah, it's karma. 34 years ago in Greensboro, Greg Valentine defeated Rowdy Roddy Piper to win the NWA United States Championship. 28 years ago, Triple A presented the first ever Triple Mania from Mexico. Triple Mania, Mania is Mexico's WrestleMania with over 48,000 in attendance. Some of the stars that appeared also on the show were Mysterio and Rey Mysterio Jr., Octagon, El Hijo del Santo, Feroza Guerrera, and a name that keeps coming up in Mexico is Heavy Metal. He wrestled a lot down in Mexico. Um, matches that aired on that pay-per-view. Uh, Pero Aguero uh, defeated Mascara Eno 2000. Uh, two to one in a best of three falls hair versus mask match. As a result of the loss, Mascara Eno 2000 was forced to unmask. Oh my. Sin and Sin Caras defeated Conan 2-0 in a best of threes fall retirement match. Conan would be forced to retire only for a short time, of course. Jake the Snake Roberts interfered in the deciding fall, causing Conan to be counted out. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. 23 years ago in Augusta, Georgia, Chris Benoit defeated Booker T to win the WCW World Television Championship. For the next four days, the belt would change hands, ending with Fit Finley holding the title. 18 years ago at an NWA TNA Weekly pay-per-view taping in Nashville, Tennessee, the Amazing Red defeated Kid Cash to win the TNA X Division Championship. 15 years ago, WWE presented Backlash 2006 from Kentucky. Umanga defeated Ric Flair. Trish Stratus defeated Mickey James by DQ in a WWE Women's Championship match. RVD defeated Shelton Benjamin to win the WWE IC belt. And Van Damme's Money in the Bank contract was also at stake in the match. Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon defeated Shawn Michaels and God in a no-hard-barred uh, match, and John Zena uh, defeated Triple H and Edge in a triple-threat match to retain the WWE Championship. Hey, you remember when God made an appearance? Yeah, that was uh, quite the uh, 
way that they presented it and uh, the vignettes leading up to it and Shane and Vince going to uh, church and then uh, when God came out, it was just a spotlight uh, coming down the aisle and yeah, pushing the limits uh, for some people. I don't think my wife would have uh, definitely watched that. And not that she watches it at all, but she definitely would have been offended, uh, as I'm pretty sure a lot of people were. Well, there's, there's definitely tons of the offensive uh, things in wrestling that's happened over the years, but hey, it's wrestling. Exactly. 11 years ago, TNA announces in a statement that they have fired Todd Clem, a.k.a. Bubba the Love Sponge. This came after the sponge said some negative comments about a devastating earthquake in Haiti. Awesome Kong, who was raising money for the relief fund, would physically attack the sponge at a TNA taping backstage. Ten years ago, Tomasa Ciampa defeated Adam Cole to win the East Coast Wrestling Association Super 8 Tournament. Oh, that's back when he uh, shaved. Uh, nine years ago, like he now he looks fantastic, but wow, does he look a lot older now. Yeah, Nine years know. ago on Raw, Layla defeated Brie Bella and Nikki Bella in their last match for about a year in a triple threat match in just 11 seconds to retain the WWE Divas Championship. And Kofi Kingston and R-Truth defeated Epico and Primo to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And yeah, yeah, as I was saying, Tommaso Ciampa, he looks older but scarier now. All right, moving on to May 1st. 34 years ago in Uniondale, New York, Ricky Steamboat retained his WWF IC belt by defeating Randy Savage in a steel cage match. And there they are, up in the corner. Um, back when the cages looked a little more dangerous. 23 years ago, All Japan Pro Wrestling presented its first solo wrestling show at the Tokyo Dome. Showdown at the Ag, a record... Uh, 58,300 were in attendance for the event, the biggest show in company history. Did you know this was the first time All Japan ran an event at the Tokyo Dome on their own? All of the previous events at the Tokyo Dome were done with other promotions. Yeah, kind of crazy. I uh, just want to go back to a couple of ones that uh, I know you blotted out, but uh, definitely worth uh, looking at. Uh, so, like, 40 years ago in Georgia, Harley Race uh, regained the NWA world title after uh, defeating Tommy Rich, who won it only four days uh, prior to that. I believe we mentioned that on the last show. And, of course, um, Gene and Ole Anderson uh, defeated Paul Jones and the Masked Superstar to win the NWA world tag team uh, titles uh, for their eighth and final time. Uh, this is before Arn got in there and replaced Gene uh, to be uh, Ollie's tag team partner and starting uh, with the Horsemen. And, of course, uh, the other one that I wanted to bring up was uh, that at an NWA uh, taping in Alabama 30 years ago, Paul Heyman would return for his second run in the company. Heyman, as Paul E. Dangerously, would form the Dangerous Alliance and would double as a broadcaster for NWA WCW telecast until his firing in 92. And that was the time when uh, Jim Ross and him actually were commentating on a couple of the shows. So when Paul E. had to step in, when uh, the King quit 
it, before WrestleMania 17, it was uh, almost like they fell into old times uh, between uh, Heyman and uh, JR for that. And then you see this version of Paul Heyman with the Zach uh, Morris uh, cell phone there that's the brick. And then the way he's dressed and everything, he's almost looking like uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, and that's, I believe, how he got the Dangerously name from the uh, Michael Keaton movie uh, where he played uh, Dangerously. And he's got uh, pretty much a full set of hair there. Yes. Now, sad news. 18 years ago, the world stopped for a moment when we heard the news that Elizabeth Houlette, a.k.a. Miss Elizabeth, died of acute toxicity in Moretta, Georgia. She was 42. Fizz was born November 19, 1960, in Frankfort, Kentucky. Houlette, fresh out of the University of Kentucky with a degree in communications, she would meet Macho Man Randy Savage while working for international championship wrestling shows. The couple married in December 1984, and she would make her WWF debut the following summer as the manager of the Macho Man. Further in her career, following the end of her WCW run, she worked the front desk at Main Event Fitness, a Jim Luger and Sting opened together. Just weeks before her death, Elizabeth was involved in a domestic dispute with Luger, alleging that he struck her at their home. Luger would be charged with misdemeanor battery and released on $2,500 bond. Then two days later, Luger was arrested for DUI after rear-ending another car. On May 1st, 2003, Luger called 911 and reported Houlette was not breathing. She would be rushed to hospital where she was pronounced dead. As, re as reported in the Moretta Daily Journal, her death would be ruled an accidental overdose as she had 0.29 alcohol level, which is more than triple the legal limit to drive in Georgia. Luger would be charged with 13 felony counts of distribution of dangerous drugs. He would be released on $27,500 bail and would plead guilty and receive a fine of $1,000 in five years probation. That's kind of pathetic, $1,000 in five years probation. Um, but yeah, I got uh, one thing up here with Elizabeth, with uh, Randy and Luger and uh, the mega powers and the uh, wedding photo uh, from SummerSlam and when uh, Randy won the title at uh, WrestleMania 4. Uh, of course, in the middle is her tombstone uh, that's uh, commemorating her uh, life. But uh, yeah, just a shame. And to see how she ended up getting into uh, wrestling where uh, I love the story where Randy Savage was coming into uh, the WWE Jeff, and every manager was trying to get his uh, services and next thing you know he brought out Elizabeth and people were like who's this and she was obviously great eye candy uh, for uh, that got uh, tied up in the whole George Steele obsession uh, type deal but she really wasn't a manager that interfered at all uh, unlike Bobby Heenan and uh, those type of managers. Uh, but she was smart enough. Uh, she went and got Hogan to get help and formed the Mega Powers, managed them for a while. Uh, it's just odd that, unfortunately, with how possessive Randy was of Elizabeth, that 
possibly that was the suffocating uh, feeling in their uh, relationship that caused for their divorce. Of course, if you were ever to ask Randy Savage, he was also going to be blaming uh, Terry and Linda Balea, Hogan and his wife, uh, over the uh, splitting and stuff like that. And there's rumors that uh, Elizabeth walked out on Savage and Hogan showed up with the black eye at WrestleMania due to Savage uh, punching him. Uh, but it was a ski accident, uh, apparently. But then I said to you off air when I had uh, this other picture with all the different looks of Miss Elizabeth, she definitely embraced the 90s look. When you look at the bottom three pictures on the right-hand side uh, during her time at WCW, and she had actually uh, brought back was brought back in by Hogan and Savage because uh, she still had a good uh, relationship with Randy uh, even after their divorce, and she was married to, I believe, or at least a, in a relationship with uh, somebody who was definitely uh, far away from the... Um, wrestling business, I believe it was either in banking or uh, real estate, I'm not sure which, but one of those type of careers, and that got brought back in wrestling with WCW, thanks to a uh, relationship still with Savage, obviously her other relationship failed, and she ended up hooking up with Luger, and I still don't forgive uh, Lex Luger to this day for what all happened to lead her down that path where she was doing uh, drugs like that to an overdose uh, thing, but I mentioned you looking at the uh, looks here once again, how WD presented her as the first lady and she came out presented so elegantly in these dresses, even the uh, shot with her at a ranch in Kentucky, like so really f sophisticated. And then WCW in the nineties, totally different vibe of how they, presented her or she presented herself compared to her WD uh, incarnations. Your thoughts, uh, Chris? Um, I think it was the Ric Flair pictures that really was the downturn. And uh, yeah, Elizabeth is beautiful and all, but she was great for storyline um, advancements for Macho Man. But all, all in all, I found her to be useless and annoying as shit. Um, I much rathered uh, a Luna Vachon or a Scary Sherry over Miss Elizabeth's. Like, she pretty much didn't do anything. Like I said, she was wonderful eye candy. And, you know, when uh, that's the one thing that attracted me to starting watching wrestling was Randy Savage and then Elizabeth, uh, obviously, as the uh, full package of the two as a couple. And, that actually got my uh, family watching as well. So I didn't have to uh, try and watch it at different times. And when they were available, I was able to start watching religiously thanks to uh, their uh, story. But let's carry All on. right. Moving on from Elizabeth to 16 years ago, WWE presented Backlash. Shelton Benjamin defeated Chris Jericho to retain the WWE IC belt. Rosie and the Hurricane defeated Tajiri and William Regal. The Heartthrobs, which were Antonio and Romeo. Simon Dean and Maven and the team of La Resistance, Rob Conway and Sullivan Grenier. Uh, and a tag team turmoil match to win the World Tag Team Championship. 
And Hogan and Shawn Michaels defeated Mohammed Hussain and Davari. And the main event saw Batista defeating Triple H to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. 14 years ago, Tough Enough 3 winner Matt Capu Capu uh, Capotelli underwent surgery in Boston. Massachusetts to remove a malignant brain tumor. Though the surgery was a success, the former OVW champion would never wrestle again. He would become a trainer for OVW's beginner program. In May of 2018, Capotelli would cease medical interventions for the tumor. He died on June 29th, 2018, at the age of 38. And to think he was part of that class uh, with the co-winner of uh, John Hannigan, who we now know mm -hmm. as Johnny Morrison, or Johnny Nitro Morrison, uh, Impact, you name it, he was it, and is currently, uh, yeah, John Morrison on WD right now. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, WWE presented Extreme Rules. Some of the matches on that uh, um, show, Kofi Kingston defeated Sheamus in a tables match to win the WWE United States Championship. Micah Cole and Jack Swagger defeated Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler in a piece of crap country whipping match. <laughs> uh, moving on, we've got... Christian defeated Alberto Del Rio in a ladder match to win the vacated World Heavyweight Championship. The Big Show and Kane defeated Wade Barrett and Ezekiel Jackson in a Lumberjack match to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And John Cena defeated The Miz and John Morrison in a triple threat steel cage match to win the WWE Championship. May 2nd, 27 years ago, at a WCW night taping, Larry Zabisco defeated Lord Steven Regal to become the oh, to win the WCW World Television Championship. This episode wouldn't air for almost a month. 27 years ago, at a Smoky Mountain Wrestling TV taping in Tennessee, Jake the Snake Roberts defeated the Dirty White Boy, Tony Anthony, to win the SMW Heavyweight Championship. After this match aired 12 days later, it would be the last appearance for Roberts as he disappeared from the company, no showing many events. Uh, the title would be given back to the Dirty White Boy. And for those unfamiliar with Dirty White Boy and our longtime uh, WD watchers, Dirty White Boy became T.L. Hopper. Ah. Plumber. Yes, yes. He, he actually looked uh, familiar there. I'm like, I've seen him before. 25 years ago at a worldwide uh, WCW taping, Dean Malenko defeated Shinjiro Otani to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. This would be the final time a belt changed hands on Worldwide and the only time the Cruiserweight belt changed hands on that show. 29 years ago at a SmackDown taping in Virginia, Chris Jericho defeated Chris Benoit to win the WWF IC belt. 18 years ago in Tokyo, Japan, Yoshiro Takanyama uh, defeated Yuji Nagata to retain the NWF Heavyweight Championship and won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And today would have been the 58th uh, birthday of Ray Washington Trailer, a.k.a. Big Bubba Rogers, or the Big Boss Man, or the Boss. How about the Guardian Angel?
And, of course, just Big Boss Man. Uh, he was born in Dallas, Texas, was a prison guard in Moretta, Mar Georgia. He began working in the Jim Crockett promotions as an enhancement talent until head booker Dusty Rhodes saw potential in trailer. He would be repackaged as Big Bubba Rogers, a silent but violent bodyguard for Jim Cornette. He would even go to the WWF repackaged as the Big Boss Man, and the rest, of course, is history. On September 22nd, 2004, Trailer died of a heart attack while his sister was visiting him. He was just 41. Trailer was posthumously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, honestly, to say, I was a huge fan of Boss Man from the moment he came in as uh, uh, the prison guard uh, Boss Man uh, gimmick, even though he was a heel with uh, Slick. I just, there was something that obviously wanting to be a cop was uh, one thing for myself, but yeah, I just uh, seemed to like his look and uh, being able to play that certain character and to see also how fat he was and drop weight over the years. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. I definitely think he should have more gold around his waist. Oh, yeah. May 3rd. 29 years ago in Chicago, the Steiner brothers defeated Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. 28 years ago at NJPW Wrestling Don Taku, 93, in Japan, WWF Champion Hulk Hogan defeated IWGP Champion The Great Muda in a non-title match. Hogan got in some hot water after the pre-match interview where he claimed that the IWGP title was the only one he wanted and the WWF title was just a toy. Bastard. 25 years ago, Carl Ray Stevens died in his home of a heart attack in Fremont, California. He was 60 years old. Born September 5th, 1935 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Stevens wrestled from the age of 15. His first major championship win came in August 59 after winning the NWA World Tag Belt as the Shire Brothers. He would start using his real name and became a bumper. He is said to have invented the turnbuckle flip and his finisher was called Bombs Away, which was a top rope knee drop to the throat. He would hold the NWA U.S. belt nine times from 1960 through 1970. He would also hold the NWA tag belts in 1965 with Pat Patterson calling themselves the Blonde Bombers. He would continue to hold more titles, including the AWA tag belts three times with Nick Bockwinkle and Patterson and three more NWA tag belts. In 71, Stevens would work in the WWF with classy Freddie Blassie as Crippler Steve Williams. His time would be short there as 30 years of the road and the wrestling landscape changing would take a toll on him. He would return to the AWA and retire in 92. He would pass away at, it was sorry, pass away in 96 at the age of 60. Yeah, just to think. Uh, you read there that in 71 he was working with uh, Blassie in the WWF uh, as Crippler uh, Steve Williams. So that means the wrestling world has seen three guys going by the name of Steve Williams, or at least yes. one, two legitimately known as Steve Williams uh, by birth, uh, being Steve Austin and Dr. Death, and a play uh, version of Steve Williams in mm -hmm. uh, Ray Stevens. 
And of course, that was with the WWWF. I didn't put enough W's in that one. 23 years ago at a WWF house show in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Adam Copeland defeated Christian Cage in what was Cage's first WWF match. Yeah, I remember them. Uh, we we saw them in uh, the Western Fair here uh, with uh, the Hart Brothers uh, School uh, during a Western Fair. And yes. they were uh, the Suicide Blondes, uh, Sexton Hardcastle and Christian Cage at the time. And I think their opponents that were scheduled to be uh, against them that day didn't show up. So they ended up uh, splitting them and have them face each other. And people were more behind... Uh, Sexton Hardcastle, then uh, Cage. They were calling Cage ugly uh, and everything. And then I know I rem remember running into them uh, just around Survivor Series time at a house show at... Um, actually, yeah, it was a house show uh, two days before the uh, Montreal Screwjob, uh, now that I think of it. And uh, they were uh, using a payphone in the lobby of the uh, Skydome Hotel. And I was just like, were you guys just recently at, in London? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, and talked just for a very brief time. But they had just gotten their tryouts and stuff like that uh, as part of uh, that show in uh, Toronto. If I can never dig up that card, I kept it. I can't remember where I put it. I want to say that was the same year that Leon Rhymes was actually at the Western Fair, uh, which would be the 96. It's what I want to say. I could be totally wrong on that. Um, but um, there was another wrestler that made it to the WWF also on that card. Um, I believe Snitsky was on that show as well. Yeah, the, that was their champion, I think. They uh, uh what was mm -hmm. it? Iron Spartan? No, not Iron Spartan. What's uh, somebody else? That uh, is one yeah, thing I do want to do. I want to do some research and see all the different cards that have been in London over the time because the fair did have uh, some wrestling cards back in the 90s and in the 80s. I remember my father taking me there. It was one of the first times I really was at a live wrestling show, and they had mud women's mud wrestling on the grandstand back then. So wow. that was uh, neat to see. And I seen Captain America. Of course, it wasn't the real Captain America, or it was Mr. America. It was one of the two. Moving on, 23 years ago, ECW presented Wrestlepalooza 98 on enemy turf. This would be the last public appearance of the Junkyard Dog. Prior to the event, a legend ceremony was held honoring Dick Slater, Bob Armstrong, the Assassin, and the Dog. Shane Douglas defeated Al Snow to retain the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. It was the final ECW appearance for Snow as he would return to the WWF that summer. Ten years ago at a SmackDown taping in Orlando, only two days after winning the World Heavyweight Championship, Christian would drop the title to Randy Orton. Today marks the, the birthday of Stuart Edward Hart, a.k.a. Stu Hart. And look at him there, holy crap. Born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada, Stu would compete in amateur wrestling around the age of 14 after joining the Edmonton YMCA, learning the style of catch wrestling, winning, winning many competitions and medals. He would play for the Edmonton Eskimos for two years, enlist in the Canadian uh, Navy, and serve as the director of, of athletics. 
It was during this time he was introduced to pro wrestling. Of course, the rest is history. He would wrestle a tiger and a bear, open stampede wrestling, and for decades would torture young and upcoming wrestlers in his dungeon at his home. Thank you, Stu, for molding so many superstars. Stu was a longtime supporter and mentor of the Calgary community as he supported more than 30 charities in civic organizations. He was married for 53 years to American-born Helen Smith. Uh, the couple would have 12 children, many of whom would have some involvement in the business. He would die of a stroke and would be posthumously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2010 and as a member of the first um, uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class being in 1996. So, yeah, basically he uh, populated the city of Edmonton. Yes, uh, he did. Between him and Helen with all the children that they had and then uh, spawning off everybody else uh, getting married to different wrestlers uh, or uh, people in the city to help populate Edmonton. And to think that the dungeon uh, basically has a uh, origins of uh, the YMCA. And actually, yes. I being corrected that he didn't populate just Edmonton, he populated Calgary since that's where they ended up uh, settling down. Uh, but learning in Edmonton uh, is what it popped out. But to think that the dungeon is basically origin from a YMCA, never would have thought that. No, but I, I bet you his mats were cleaner than the YMCA's. Probably. And hey, I took uh, many years of judo wrestling wrestle, uh, lessons in um, uh, YMCA. May 4th, 19 years ago, WWF presented its last show under the WWF, the WWF banner Insurrection from Wembley Stadium Arena in London, England. Booker T defeated Stevie Richards to win the WWF Hardcore Championship, only to lose it to Crash Holly. Who loses it to Booker? Who loses it to Stephen Richards? The Hardy Boys uh, defeated Brock Lesnar and Sean Stasiak. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Big Show. Ric Flair was the special enforcer. And Triple H defeated The Undertaker. 17 years ago, at a SmackDown taping in Tucson, Jacqueline defeated Chavo Guerrero to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. She would be the only woman to hold the belt in the WWE. The same belt, however, in WCW was held by two women, uh, Medusa and Daphne. Seven years ago, WWE presented Extreme Rules. Alexander Rusev defeated R-Truth and Xavier Woods in a two-on-one handicap match. Bad News Barrett defeated Big E to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Bray Wyatt defeated John Cena in a steel cage match. And Daniel Bryan defeated Kane in an Extreme Rules match to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Six years ago on Raw from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, former NXT champion Sami Zayn makes his WWE main roster debut as the latest mystery challenger in the John Cena United States Open Challenge. 
And today would have been the 87th birthday of Harry Masayoshi Fujiwara, a.k.a. the devious one, Mr. Fuji. Fuji, of course, would become a legendary heel manager, helping his wrestlers win by distraction, by either throwing salt in their eyes or whacking the opponent with his cane, of course. Uh, the list of men he managed is long, including George the Animal Steel, his first um, uh, charge, Don Morocco, Jim Neidhart, Demolition, and the Powers of Pain, and former WWF champion, the mighty Yokozuna, and so many more. Post-wrestling career, Fujiwara lived in Knoxville, Tennessee, operated a wrestling school for a short time, and was part-time usher at a Knoxville movie theater. Believe it or not, Fuji was voted Wrestling Observer's Newsletter's Worst Manager of the Year Award 11 of 12 years from 1984 to 1995. Uh, Paul Jones was the only other winner in that span, getting the honor in 86. I think that the Wrestling Observer can go fuck off on that one. Fuji well, Warren was... Sorry? It is, it is Dave Meltzer's opinion only. And, well... I can almost see it, but there's got to be worse managers than Fuji. Uh, he was, uh, even though he didn't lead people uh, many to uh, tag team or many titles, uh, did lead demolition to titles and also Yokozuna. But yeah, this is Dave Meltzer and company, and the guy. I just, I just don't. Money. I just don't understand it. He personally, I think he's one of the better ones. Um, he was what a manager was supposed to be: stand on the outside. Be a little bit animated. He had his stick. He had his salt. He was a he was a, a true manager, in my opinion, because he actually wrestled, and he had a great career, especially in tag team wrestling. So I don't know, Dave Meltzer. Exactly. And of course, uh, Fujiwara was inducted into the, the WWE Hall of Fame in 2007 by his Fuji Vice co-star Don Morocco. On August 28, 2016, Fujiwara passed away in Clarksville, Tennessee. He was 82. He had seven children, 13 grandchildren, and five great-grandchildren. May 5th, 116 years ago in New York, George Hackenschmidt, the world Greco-Roman wrestling champion, defeated Tom Jenkins, American heavyweight champion, 2-0 in a best-of-threes Ball's match to become the world catch-as-catch-can heavyweight champion. 37 years ago in Greensboro, North Carolina, Wahoo McDaniel and Mark Youngblood defeated Jack and Jerry Briscoe to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. 19 years ago, World Wrestling Federation Entertainment becomes World Wrestling Entertainment, Inc., just days after the court appeal for England and Wales upheld a October 2001 ruling alleging that the WWF was in breach of an agreement with the World Wildlife Fund. This would lead to the annoying blur of the old logo in classic matches from years to come. Uh, get the F out. I thought that was a great campaign slogan. Um, they're geniuses sometimes over there, I'll tell you. Yeah, and just to think that I, I think the violation uh, that the WD had with the WWF, uh, like Wildlife Fund, uh, stemmed for mostly the Wildlife Fund thinking that, oh, people are getting confused between you and us, and 
uh, when people search for us, they're getting you guys. And so we're not getting our uh, just due for uh, people donating and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm pretty sure people understand if they want to support a panda bear and all the different animals that they support, they're going to find them and not uh, find the wrestling thing. And what probably perpetuated it the most, I would say, was, um, I could be totally wrong, was the explosion of the internet. And so people searching, putting in WWF, were obviously getting uh, wrestling over the wild fun. And because of that, that's why they uh, pursued the letters and all that. And uh, cost uh, Mr. Grant a whole lot of money to the fact that he just uh, threw his hands up in the air and said enough is enough. And you want the letters will be World Wrestling Entertainment. And many Fs around the world were out of job. Yep. 19 years ago, the plane ride from hell happened. A number of WWE personnel got in hot water as a result of a series of incidents that happened on the flight back from London from for the insurrection pay-per-view. Um, Sean, if you'd like to go down on that, I'm going to refill up on water. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this actually is going to be uh, part of a uh, Dark Side of the Ring uh, episode this season three. Uh, I think it's around episode number eight. Eight-ish. I don't have the list in front of me at the moment, but uh, yeah, some of the uh, shenanigans that happened on the uh, flight included Michael Hayes and John Bradshaw Layfield getting into a fight, X-Pac uh, cutting off uh, Michael Hayes's uh, ponytail, Scott Hall passing out uh, from drinking too much, Ric Flair walking around the plane wearing nothing more than his robe and exposing himself to. A female flight attendant, and I think it was, I think it was either going to be Stephanie or Linda that also were going to be a uh, victim of uh, Rick's uh, Space Mountain uh, exposure. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, uh, Goldust got in, uh, got on the PA system, and badly attempted to serenade uh, his ex-wife Terry because uh, she was on that flight too. Uh, Kurt Hennig and Brock Lesnar got into an impromptu wrestling match on the plane and got real close uh, to the uh, door to eject people. Uh, Jim Ross, who was on the plane, released a statement uh, summing up as a seven-hour flight low-lighted by uh, children whose parents were away and left the liquor cabinet unlocked. The fallout would see Scott Hall released uh, gold dust in the doghouse until he left the company. Don't worry, folks. He came back multiple times. Um, Hennig was fired, and two flight attendants sued WD, Ric Flair, Scott Hall, and uh, Goldust for sexual harassment uh, that would be settled outside of the court system. And so, as I said, this is an infamous uh, plane ride from hell that is going to be covered on uh, season three of Dark Side of the Ring. You can Fantastic. see that on Vice or Crave. All right. 19 years ago, Randall Anderson, best known as WCW referee Randy Anderson, died of testicular cancer in his hometown of Rome, Georgia. He was 42. 
Anderson was a state wrestling champion at 119 pounds in Georgia. Uh, began his refereeing career for Mid-South Wrestling in 78 and NWA affiliate Jim Crockett Promotions in 1985. And, of course, WCW. Randy was the ref for the six-man tag at Bash of the Beach that ended up with the formation of the NWO. In fact, he'd ref that match while battling testicular cancer. He would leave for medical treatment, and in 99, he had to retire due to his battle with cancer. He would die on May 5th, 2002, at age 42. He had a wife, daughter, and son who all appeared on Nitro with him when he battled for his job after being kayfabe fired. Yeah, uh, that was uh, quite the uh, thing that happened with that because uh, he was being fired on uh, TV as part of a storyline to get him out of there to be able to uh, deal with his issues uh, medically. But people in his hometown did not get that uh, fact of, uh, you know, wrestling and, you know, it's TV show and, you know, not overly real in uh, certain aspects. And uh, they actually petitioned for him to get his job back. And he even brought his kids, as I said, um, in that uh, write-up that you have. And there's a video of it with him and his kids pleading for their dad to get their job back and Eric calls them over and gets their names and then laughs in their face that, nope, he's still fired. But yeah, just the backlash that came through all that uh, did cause WCW to have to retract a couple things and, you know, scramble to smooth things over with fans of Randy Anderson and get him uh, back on TV as soon as he was healthy enough. Some people just shouldn't watch TV. Seven years ago on Raw from Elvendine, New York, Sheamus last eliminates Dean Ambrose to win the 20-man Battle Royal in the WWE United States Championship. This would end Ambrose's 351-day run as champion. And it's a happy 82nd birthday to William F. Watts Jr., a.k.a. Bill Watts. May 6th. 19 years ago on WWE Raw, the organization gets the F out and begins a whole new era. All the archive footage would have the F blurred out. Even the signs in the crowd that had the F were gone. Uh, William Regal defeated Spike Dudley via submission in just 36 seconds to win the WWE European Championship. Also on the show, we saw the hardcore belt do the hot potato. Bubba Ray Dudley wins the WWE Hardcore Championship from Steven Richards, loses it to Raven, who loses it to Justin Credible, who loses it to Crash Holly, who loses it to Trish Stratish, and of course, loses it to Steven Richards, who began the evening as the champion. Yuck. 12 years ago at NJPW Dissidents in Tokyo, Japan, Manabu Naki... Nakanashi defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Did, did, is he taking a shit in the ring there? Look at his face. Wow. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, WWE does some housekeeping, letting go eight of its roster members. Those included Horn Swaggle, Alex Riley, Zeb Coulter, El Torito, Cameron, Santino Morella, Wade Barrett and Damian Sandow. Yeah, and it's a happy 
Go ahead. A couple of these guys I'd love to see back. Wade Barrett is back. Uh, of course, uh, Dirty Dutch is uh, working, I think, with, uh, I'm not sure if it's Impact or AEW behind the scenes. Uh, Riley, no, uh, didn't care much for. Uh, Hornswoggle just actually had a boxing match and lost. Uh, Santino, he's uh, uh, recently get, uh, sold his uh, uh, Battle Arts Academy uh, with uh, Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment here in Ontario, and he's moved over to the Bruce Peninsula, but still partnering with Hamilton Wrestling and uh, Entertainment and running Battle Arts instead of fully uh, selling. But uh, yeah, and then of course there is uh, Damian Sandow, who is uh, uh, Aaron Stevens or Aaron Rex. I'm not sure what she's going by at the moment uh, over in uh, the NWA, but he was a talent that I thought uh, could have stayed a lot longer and did better for himself. And Al Torito, I believe, um, they made him in the glue. Yeah, probably. As soon as you get rid of uh, one little person, the guy get rid of both of them unless you hire another person. Yep. It's a happy... Hey, yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Now, you think 25% of those people that were fired were midgets. Uh, it's a happy 33rd birthday for Sherry Crowley, a.k.a. Evie. Crowley was born in Auckland, Germany, May 6th, 1988, and is of Samoan and Irish descent. She wrestled under the name Evie and appeared for Impact Pro, Shimmer, Shine, and PWA in Australia. She is currently with the WWF under the name Dakota Kai and was one half of the inaugural NXT Women's Tag Team Champions alongside Raquel Gonzalez. It's a happy 37th birthday for Kevin Yannick Steen, a.k.a. Kevin Owens. Uh, Steen is just the second performer in WWE history to appear on every pay-per-view in their first year on the roster. The first to do it was The Undertaker. And it's a happy 41st birthday for Scott Colton, a.k.a. Scott the Goldman, Matt Classic, or currently as Colt Cabana. And that is it for this week in under an hour. That's pretty good. Um, this week in wrestling, of course, in sorry, this week in wrestling history, we're, we're skipping the history part, I don't know why, uh, is compiled from the vast land of Google, Wikipedia, CagesideSeats.com, and most importantly, from journalists and fans like you that had front row seats to history. Yeah, so thank you once again for uh, doing that. Um, we did say we're stockpiling a couple of these uh, ahead of time because uh, you are uh, switching locations in Niagara Falls. So we hope to get possibly another one in the uh, can uh, before your move. But, uh, yeah, want to uh, thank you for uh, putting this together and remind everybody that we are sponsored by CoolBet. And you need to stay cool, bet responsibly, and be a part of the Scumbags Prediction League where we uh, do predictions for WWE, NXT, AEW, and Impact pay-per-views now through next March where somebody's going to walk away with this championship belt if they have uh, the most points of the year uh, for all the predictions. And, of course, you can earn points by uh, 
picking the winners of the events. Ten points for a win, uh, five for a uh, draw, and zero for a loss. We're going to have bonus points in there. And there's two levels free where you just get to have fun and bragging rights and maybe uh, win a uh, prize here or there uh, along the way. And the uh, pro side of things, for $25, you can uh, be with us for the whole year and uh, have a chance at this championship belt. Uh, just want to remind people also that we are on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Scumbags Wrestling. And the uh, three logo shirts that you find throughout um, April and May, proceeds will go to Jordito's uh, recovery. He's a seven-year-old little guy here in the London area who is uh, recovering from cancer. And, of course, their uh, Ontario Indie uh, comic book uh, style that you can see on the uh, second uh, shirt in the logo is uh, going to Stephen's Wrestling Journey. Stephen Spice is a nine-year-old uh, little guy who is battling curie malformation, and uh, they're doing research for that at Children's Hospital in uh, Toronto, and proceeds from that uh, shirt will go and help uh, with the research there. So there's always a way you can get Scumbag's material and help out a great cause. Uh, so those are the things I need to plug. We are also uh, with uh, doing Fantasy Warfare Tournament and our regular podcast Thursdays, unless uh, something major comes up at 8 o'clock. Fantasy Warfare Wednesdays at 6. Anything you want to plug, though, Chris? Uh, no, not really. Um, I, I uh, can't wait to start uh, doing some betting on cool bets as uh, soon as we get the codes and um, go from there. I... Uh, I'm interested in see what else they have online besides the uh, poker games and all that, and uh, give that a go, and I'll give you all feedback on it. Yeah, and uh, as uh, Chris was saying, very shortly we're going to get uh, everything uh, fully uh, rolling out with our uh, deal with Cool But uh, when this all came about, it was also year end uh, for them, so you know, business uh, uh, has to come first over this fun. Uh, but once uh, we get everything settled, we're going to have our uh, code, and you can uh, find out how you can uh, bet safely and responsibly on their uh, website, whether it is uh, gaming tables like uh, poker or uh, things like uh, soccer and other sports uh, that they cover. So I uh, want to thank each and every one of you for joining us, and we'll see you on one of our next shows. Have a good one.